Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, August 8, 2018. For the next time, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Charlotte Ray, Tamron Hall, T.I., David Brutesta, Lady Gaga, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Uh, That's Entertainment has been on BTR for about almost nine years now. So if you like the show you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com. Slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto like the high heel shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 86 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently listening on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to know more about the show, make sure you follow us by clicking on the follow-up button right here on Blog Talk Radio. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And again, if you want to talk about any of today's stories, the call-in number once again is 347-637-2656. And press the number one Well, you know, it's Wednesday We're halfway uh, towards the work week the work, And it's uh, first week of August Lots to talk about, as usual The death of Miss Charlotte Ray You know her from the hit 80s sitcom Facts of Life and uh, Different Strokes She passed away uh, Sunday at her home in Los Angeles at the age of 92, and there was such an outpour from fans, even her co-stars, talking about what Charlotte Ray meant to to them and how she's going to be truly missed. Also, good news for Miss Cameron Hall. Apparently, the former Today and MSNBC host has uh, is preparing to return back to TV. That's right. She's getting ready to do her own um well, she made an agreement with Dizzy and ABC to create a syndicated daytime talk show, and we'll talk more about that. Also, T.I. is back in the news. Apparently, uh, his former restaurant employees are suing him 
uh, after they allege of a fraudulent uh, transfer of money to himself and his business partners. I'll tell you more about that. Actor Dave Bautista, who we all know from the, his role in the, the third uh, in the movie Gardens of the Galaxy, well, he's thinking about backing out of the project altogether. We're talking about the third installment because, um, as I was telling you guys uh I think earlier last month about uh, the director and the screenplay uh, of the the movie uh, Gunn, James Gunn. He was fired because of some things he had uh, said in the past, and a lot. Of, and David's not the only one. Uh, Zoe Saldana and Chris Pratt. Uh, wanted to issue a joint statement back in the filmmaker because he was the one that, you know, they enjoyed working with him and they don't want to work with anybody else. So, um, yeah, Dave Bautista is thinking about quitting his role in the third installment. So I'll tell you more about that. And Miss Lady Gaga, she's planning two separate shows. When she get this, she when she starts her Las Vegas residency later this year, and Hollywood action man Steven Seagal has appointed uh has been appointed a special representative for the members of the Russian government. So without further ado, uh let's get started with the most talked about stories for the week. Hit it. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, if you was an 80s baby, you know this extraordinary woman, uh, Miss Charlotte Ray. Uh, She had passed away, and uh, she has sparked, her death has sparked an outpouring of condolences from celebrities and fans. The actress, who's best known as the wise and lovable house mother, Mrs. Garrett, on the Facts of Life, died Sunday at her home in Los Angeles. Representative for the actress confirmed it. She was 92. Kim Fields, who portrayed Tootie on the hit sitcom, was one of the first to express her grief, writing on Twitter, quote, you all already know my heart is heavy, yet sorrow. No words at this moment, just loves and tears, and yes, smiles. Hashtag Charlotte Ray, hashtag rest in peace, Charlotte Ray. Uh, Todd Bridges, who famously played young Willis Jackson alongside Ray, um, Mrs. Garrett on Different Stroke, he paid tribute to the late co-star. He said, rest in peace, to, uh, rest in peace, all of my castmates, I miss you all. Because as you know, Todd Bridges is the last survivor of that show, Uh Remember, uh, he he and Gary Coleman, who played his brother on the show, um, and Mr. Drumming, they all passed away. Even uh, Dana Plato, who pay, played his uh, uh, adopted sister, half-sister on the show, she passed away as well. So Todd Bridges is the last survivor of that sitcom. Uh, Minnie Cohn, who played Natalie Green on The Facts of Life, wrote a tribute to the late actress on Instagram. She also said that it was with heavy hearts and tears, but in, uh, but a smile as I think of her, and now move through the world without this incredible force of a woman being in it. She was a champion, a teacher, and a proud example of the tendency and the perseverance needed to live as a creative along with your talent and gifts. Comedian Larry Wilmore also shared his thoughts on social media where he posted a video of himself playing a cop on an old episode of The Facts of Life. Um, Comedian Kathy Griffin and Gilbert Gottfried, as well as Broadway star uh, Audra McDonald, they also paid their respect via social media. Um, it, a, a lot of things uh, people didn't know about Charlotte Ray is that she was diagnosed with bone cancer at the end of April of 2017, and she she, she survived it. Um, but going back to the beginning, you know, she played uh, again the kind housekeeper Edna Garrett. Um, with the bright orange red hair on different strokes, and when she became a popular breakout character, Ray herself proposed a spinoff, and that spinoff became The Facts of Life, a sitcom about a girl boarding school and their once again kooky and kind house mother, Ray, 
Mrs. Garrett or Mrs. G as Nancy McKeon, the character Joe liked to call her, helped guide the girls through every very special episode theme imaginable from depression to dating, AIDS to alcohol. And Ray left the show in 1986 for health reasons, and though Cloris, actress Cloris Leachman stepped in as Mrs. Garrett's sister, the show was canceled two years later. She also went on to guest star on TV shows like ER, Pretty Little Liars, Sisters, and King of Queens, and she appeared, appeared in movies such as Don't Mess with the Zohan and Tom and Jerry the Movie. And her final regular gig was voicing Nanny in the animation 101 Dalmatians, the series, which aired from 1997 to 98. And Ray shared many of her Hollywood experiences, including 44 years of sobriety and discovering that her husband, John Strauss, was bisexual. And it's in her memoir, The Facts of Life, which was released in 2015. Uh, in her April 2017 statement, Ray also said, quote, at 91, every day is a birthday. And I want to tell everybody to celebrate every day, to savor the day, and be good to yourself, love yourself, and then you can be good to others and be a service to others, unquote. That's just like Charlotte Ray, and uh, happy birthday in heaven. Uh, Tamron Hall, the former today an MSNBC host who opt to leave NBC that it prepared for the arrival of Megyn Kelly is returning to television with a fresh new deal on a rival network. According to Variety, Hall has entered into an agreement with Disney and ABC to develop and create a syndicated daytime talk show which she will host, a show that could be ready in time for 2019. Hall previously had a talk show in development with Weinstein Television before it head Harvey Weinstein was wiped out of existence by the hashtag MeToo movement. As previously reported, Hall was the co-anchor of the 9 a.m. hour of today, part of the freewheeling discussion format that also involved Willie Geis, Al Roker, and Natalie Morales. The format of the show was changed to accommodate the launch of Megyn Kelly's Today. Hall uh, decided to leave NBC News in February of 2017 after 10 years working on NSNBC and with NBC News. She has recently been the host of Investigation Discovery, Deadline, Crime with Time Run Hall, currently in production on Season 6. And T.I.'s former restaurant employees are suing him in federal court after allegedly uh, alleging that he fraudulently transferred $40,000 to himself and his business partner instead of paying off the court settlement they are owed. According to the Blast, the ex-employee who settled with T.I. and his partners earlier this year had filed a new lawsuit against the Atlanta rapper and his partner in bankruptcy court. In February, T.I. and his partners reached a settlement to pay 78000 to ex-employees Avery Lee, Kyle Vargas, Corey Vargas, and Sean Yarborough to end their lawsuit, accusing the entertainer of screwing them out of overtime pay. The new lawsuit, the new lawsuit claimed that T.I. and his business partners pocketed a $40,000 settlement in a separate lawsuit with a business partner but hid, the, hid this payment from their creditors and kept the access to, uh, for their own personal use. The ex-employees claimed that T.I. had only paid a portion of what was owed to them, so they believed that the 40000 should have gone to them. T.I. has yet to respond to the new lawsuit. The restaurant Scales 925 opened in 2015 but closed the following year following several issues, including being sued for eviction. The restaurant filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy in May. And actor Dave Bautista uh, he intends uh, he intends to quit his role in the third Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three film if studio bosses ditch the script completed by fired director James Gunn, the wrestler turned movie star who portrayed Drax the Destroyer in Disney's big screen adaptation of the Marvel comic books, had made it clear he is not happy that Gunn would no longer be in charge of the franchise following his dismissal in July when old tweets he sent joking about rape and pedophilia uh, um, was unearthed by conservative critics. Now, last week on July 30th, Batista joined forces with co-stars including Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Bra uh, Bradley Cooper, and Vin Diesel to issue a joint statement backing the filmmaker and calling on officials to rehire Gunn 
who had already apologized for the foolish action of his past. Their group action has yet to sway Studio Chief, and now Bautista has taken his support of his pal one step further by claiming he will go as far as to ask to be released from his contract if Disney and Marvel Chiefs decide to scrap the screenplay submitted by Gunn earlier this year. His remark emerged as Bautista confessed the thought of working on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 without the original film franchise writer-director made him sick. Now, production on the third installment of the blockbuster series has been due to begin this fall ahead of the 2020 release, but it's not yet known if the schedule will remain in place as a new director has yet to be announced. And Lady Gaga is planning two separate shows when she starts her Las Vegas residency later this year. Over the course of her career, the blonde star has had chart success with catchy pop tracks as well as jazz songs. And instead of combining the music genre in just one residency gig, her fans dubbed Little Monsters will be able to choose between attending Lady Gaga Enigma or Lady Gaga Jazz and Piano. There will be 27 shows in total with the run beginning at Park Theater at the New Park MGM Resort on December 28th. And according to editors at People, the applause singer will perform 23 Enigma gigs and four jazz and piano sets, which will also include music from the Great American Songbook. Now, Bill Hornbuckle, president of MGM Resort International, shared his excitement over the show as well. Tickets will be available from August 13th. And before she gets started in Sin City, the 32-year-old will be showing off her vocal skills on the big screen in A Star is Born, a remake of the 1937 film of the same name, opposite Bradley Cooper. Right now we have 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. Again, if you want to know more about the show, if you want to follow the show, if you want to know when the next time I broadcast live, make sure you register as a listener here on Blog Talk Radio and uh, follow us. Uh, you can click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when the show is broadcast live. Uh, Hollywood action man Steven Seagal has been appointed, get this, a special representative by members of the Russian government. The undersea star who became a Russian citizen in 2016 will be tasked with promoting Russian-American humanitarian ties. Last year, Seagal was banned from the Ukraine over his vocal support of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Meanwhile, the 66-year-old is heading, uh, hitting headlines in America for all the wrong reasons after Jenny McCarthy and actress Regina Simmons accused him of sexual assault and harassment. He has denied the allegations. And fans are relieved when they heard or hear that Demi Lovato has agreed to enter a rehab facility once she released from, hosp- from, from the hospital. Uh, news reports suggested that the former Disney darling is willing to go to rehab once she is starting to grasp the severity of what happened and that she almost died. And according to E! News, another reason which makes her agree to enter rehab is because she wants to make a statement to her fans, family, and friends that she's strong and can recover. A source revealed to the site that the Sorry Not Sorry singer knows she needs help. Her family had told her that this is the time to be a good example to her fans. And Leonardo DiCaprio and Jessica Biel are in talks we were just talking about Charlotte Ray earlier in the show to produce a reboot of the beloved 1980s sitcom The Facts of Life. Eight, uh, Appian Way, the company that's run by DiCaprio and Jennifer Davison and Bill's Iron Ocean film partners, are eyeing the project, and this is according to Deadline. The Facts of Life, a spinoff of Different Stroke, aired in, in the United States from 1979 to 1988 and starred Charlotte Ray as a house mother at the fictionist all-girls New York boarding school. The series, famous for focusing on teen issues such as sex and eating disorder, also featured uh, Lisa Welch, Kim Field, Mindy Cohn, and Nancy McKeon. And is, is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Cannon, are they engaged? Are they really engaged? 
the Indian actress has responded to rumors that she's engaged to the youngest Jonas Brothers during an in- interactive session of Delhi's Taj Palace Hotel, Dwala Khan. Now, rumors of the engagement first sparked last month with a source reporting that Nick shut down a Tiffany & Company store to search a perfect ring for his girlfriend. He allegedly popped the question while they were celebrating her birthday in London, and according to the source, he proposed in a very private and romantic setting with just the two of them. Priyanka appeared to give fans a first glimpse of her engagement ring when she arrived at the Indira Ghani International Airport on Monday, August 6th. However, she noticed that paparazzi and fans were waiting for her at the airport, so she hid the diamond ring. The Baywatch star was seen in a video shoving the ring into her pocket before walking out of the place. Mm. Because, you know, uh, his older brother, Joe Jonas, he's, he's engaged. He just got engaged. So I guess some, and you know, Kevin's already married. So I guess Nick feel it's time for him to get serious. We'll see. And LeBron James continues to crank out TV projects. That's right. One day after Showtime announced the addition of James' docuseries Shut Up and Dribble, CBS on Tuesday announced its order of the James-produced Million Dollar Mile, a competition series that involved the streets of a major city being shut down for the most challenging course ever designed. The contestants are everyday athletes with the opportunity to win one million every time they run the challenging course, but they must face a group of elite athletes with one mission, stop the contestant from winning the money at all costs. Now, James will exactly produce the 10-episode series, which hails from um, the Big Brothers executive producer Allison Grodner and Rich Meehan of Fly on the Wall Entertainment, along with James and Maverick Carter of Spring Hill Entertainment. The series is produced by Warner Horizon Unscripted and Alternative Television. And Megan Trainer and country star Brett Eldridge are teaming up for the latest CMT Crossworld special where the couple will duet on each other's song. The pair teamed up for Eldridge Christmas album, and Megan can't wait for fans to see them on stage together. The special will debut on CMT in September. All right. And Lance Bass. He has accepted that he won't be moving into the old Brady Bunch house. Now, for those who don't know the story, the Brady Bunch house was up for sale. And Lance, who we all know from NSYNC, was one of the bidders. He was he wanted to bid to purchase the house. But uh, he lost that bid. Okay. But uh, he's moving on, and uh, but uh, he is keen to host a show that might be staged there. Bosses at U.S. Lifestyle Channel HGTV outbid the former pop star for the Studio City Los Angeles pad, which doubled as the Brady Bunch house throughout the 1970s. But Bass is still hoping he'll be involved in the house future once TV DIY experts renovate the property. Lance tweeted on Tuesday, August 7, after the new buyers were identified, quote, I'll be pretty upset if it were anyone else, but how can you be mad at HGTV? My television's stuck on that channel. Kudos, HGTV. I know you will do the right thing with the house. That was always my biggest worry. I can smile again, unquote. Now, network bosses were impressed with the former NSYNC star remarks and responded, quote, Thanks, Lance. Consider yourself officially a part of the HGTV bunch. And now Bass is angling for a future gig on the network, adding, If you need a host, I'm in. HGTV bosses plan to initially restore the house to its original glory and then perhaps host shows from the house. Oh, that would be awesome. And Drake is considering turning his smash hit, God's Plan, into a game show. That's right. The Canadian rapper filed documents with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office uh, late last month looking to register the name for use to sell entertainment services, namely production and distribution of the game show. Now, although the legal papers can contain full clues to a potential format, merely stating it will be broadcast on TV and the Internet, the video for God Plans featuring Drake giving away almost $1 million in cash to lucky strangers across Los Angeles. 
He has also registered the track title for use as the name of a charity fundraiser entertainment event, hinting that he may have generous intentions in embarking on the new TV project. Now, after its release in January, God Plan spent an incredible 11 weeks on top of the American Billboard Hot 100 single chart, while in uh, while its YouTube video has been viewed 761 million times. And in addition to earmarking his song title as the name of the new TV project, the 31-year-old hip-hop star has also trademarked God's plan for use of selling clothes as well for musical promotion and recordings. Hits from Drake's latest album, Scorpion, has dominated the U.S. charts in 2018 with singles In My Feelings, the latest to spend time at the summit, bagging a fourth week on top in Sunday's August 5th rundown. His track has now spent a staggering 23 weeks at number one this year, while Scorpion itself has managed five weeks at top of the American album chart. A potential God Plan game show isn't the only TV project Drake has in the works. He's also executive producing Euphoria, a high school drama starring Zendaya. It will debut next year. Wow. I guess uh, Drake had learned his lesson because remember when he uh, did had a song, uh, YOLO, and, and now everybody kept saying YOLO, which is the acronym for You Only Live Once. And he was saying, man, I should have patented that saying because everybody was using it. And uh, so I guess he learned his lesson this time, you know. Um, Right now we have here 26 after the hour. Uh, Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to be giving you the latest on uh, Orange is the New Black Star, Ruby Rose. Well, she has been cast as Batwoman. And it's going to be a TV series, so I'll tell you more about that. And comedian Chris Rock, he's getting ready to play ahead of a crime family in the new season, or I should say the next season, of TV's drama Fargo. And uh, Disney and Marvel Studios have announced that Black Panther has successfully crossed the 700 million mark for domestic box office nearly six months after its release. And the soundtrack to Spike Lee's new movie, Black Clansman, will feature an unreleased Prince track. That's right. And uh, Cardi B has bumped up her post-pregnancy stage return to perform alongside Janet Jackson and The Weeknd at the 2018 Global Citizen Festival right here in New York City. So all those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Look at you, 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 look at you
so she looking, I took her to the mansion. You sleep out of the crowd, baby, it's a no-brainer. It ain't the hardest shoes. Him and me be for real, baby, it's a no-brainer. You got your mind on loose. Go hard and watch the sun rise. One night it change your whole life. Fuck up, drop top, baby, it's a no-brainer. Put them up. Right now we have here about uh, 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music by DJ Cali featuring Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Rapper, and Quavo in No Brainer. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that uh, Orange is a New Black star Ruby Rose has been cast as Batwoman on TV. The tattoo actress and DJ will make her debut as the superheroine as the CW Network annual DC Arrowverse crossover TV event in December, which will also feature TV and comic book favorite The Arrow, Supergirl, and The Flash, among others, according to Deadline. Now, Rose will then play Batwoman in a standalone series network bosses are developing for next season, becoming the first gay lead character of a live-action superhero series if it's picked up. In real life, Australian Rose came out as a lesbian when she was 12 and recently identified herself as gender fluid, even even uh, writing and producing a short film titled Break Free, which served as a tribute to gender fluidity. She also stars in the film, which became a viral hit and was reward, awarded with the Stephen F. Kozak Award at the 2016 GLAAD Media Awards. 
Now, before Batwoman became a reality for Rose, she next will be seen in uh, the new shark movie, The Meg, which hits uh, theaters this weekend. She also appeared in Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, Resident Evil, Final Chapter, and John Wick, Chapter 2, and Pitch Perfect 3. Comedian Chris Rock will play the head of a crime family in the next season of TV, uh, the TV drama Fargo, the fourth run of the quirky series inspired by the Coen Brothers 1996 movie and created by Noah Halsley. It will be set in 1950s Kansas City, Missouri, as Rock family battles Italian immigrants. Now, according to Deadline, Rock character and his enemy trade their eldest son to end the turf war between them, but then the head of the Kansas City Mafia dies in the hospital. Now, Fargo's first season picked up three Emmys, including Outstanding Miniseries and two Golden Globes, while the second run of the show landed two Emmy Awards. The most recent 2017 season starring Ewan McGregor, Carrie Coon, and David Thewlis, also picked up an Emmy and a Golden Globe. Disney and Marvel Studios announced that Black Panther successfully crossed the $700 million mark at domestic box office nearly six months after its release. The superhero film, which was adapted from Marvel Comics, brought in $700 million in the United States and Canada and a total of $1.3 billion at the worldwide box office, making it the highest-grossing solo superhero film. With that being said, Black Panther is the third film in history to cross $700 million domestically after J.J. Abrams' Star Wars The Force Awakens, which grossed $936.7 million in the United States and Canada, and James Cameron's Avatar, which earned $760.5 million. Disney and Marvel pushed Black Panther in more theaters over the last few weeks to achieve the feat, so its screening in theaters was longer than other films, which usually only lasts around three to four months. Black Panther landed on the ninth place of the highest-grossing film of all time, while fellow uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe film Avengers Infinity War is on the fourth place. The studios have yet to announce the sequel of the Black Panther, but Marvel Studio President uh, Kevin uh, Feige stated that they absolutely would make it happen if they already discussed the project. And during an interview with Variety, Feig also implied that he wanted Ryan Coogler back on board to direct the sequel. And while they got very short screen time before turning into Ashes and Avengers Affinity War, Nick Fury and Maria Hill may get their own share to get in the action with Spider-Man in Spider-Man Far From Home. According to Vulture, Samuel L. Jackson and Kobe Smothers have signed up to reprise their respective roles in the upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. Furry and Hill barely had a chance to jump into action to save the world before Thanos disseminated half of the population in the universe with his finger snap. Like Furry and Hill, Spider-Man, Bucky Barnes, Black Black Panther, Groot, Mantis, Drax, Peter Quill, Doctor Strange, and more were among the casualties. The Spider-Man Homecoming sequel will take Tom Holland's Peter Parker overseas as he traveled aboard broad during his summer vacation and jake gillenhall is cast as the villain mysterio a master of illusion zendaya coleman marissa tomei michael keaton jacob Badalon, and tony ravalori will also return for the sequel which is still directed by john watts with the script provided by chris mckenna and eric summers and jb smooth and numar akar are added to the cast in the new roles uh, there were rumors that Far From Home would take pla- place before the event uh, in the Avenger Infinity War. It's reported would end with the web slinger heading off on the field trip he ditches to help Iron Man save the world. But newer rumors suggested that the movie would come substantially after Avenger 4 and we see uh, Peter Parker dealing with the loss of his mentor, Tony Stark, in the Avenger 4. It is possible since Avenger 4 will be released on May 3, 2019, two months before the new Spider-Man movie. Filming is currently underway in Europe for a scheduled July 5, 2019 release in the United States.
And the soundtrack to Spike Lee's new movie, Black Klansman, will feature an unreleased Prince track. The director had told Rolling Stone he secured the rights to Mary Don't You Weep, which plays over the film end credits. Now, Lee became close with Troy Carter, one of the executives at Spotify and a Prince Estate advisor. So Lee invited Troy to a private screening, and after that, Troy told Spike he got the perfect song, and that was Mary Don't You Weep, which has been recorded on a cassette in the mid-'80s. The new film followed the real story of Ron Stallsworth, an African-American detective who infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan during the 1970s. Denzel Washington actor's son, John David, is the movie star. Now, Lee film was a big hit at Cannes Film Festival in May, picking up the grand prize from jury chairman Kate Blanchett and her panel, which included filmmaker Ava DuVernay and actresses, actress uh, Kristen Stewart. The film also impressed fans who gave it a 10-minute standing ovation after it premiered at the festival in France. And Margot Robbie, she's going to transform into Sharon Tate in her first in the first look from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The actress took to her Instagram account to share her own picture as the murder victim of Charles Manson in Quentin Tarantino's upcoming film. The Australian actress channeled the 1960 Hollywood beauty in a black long sleeve turtleneck, a white miniskirt, and white leather boots, and she also sports long blonde hair similar to Tate's. And the first look, which Robbie simply captioned, added the uh, the film hashtag officially in the Instagram handler. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won't be about the Manson family murder in the 1969, but the slaying will serve as the backdrop of the story, which revolves around Leonardo DiCaprio, washed-up Western hero, and his former stunt double, played by Brad Pitt. The two are both struggling to make it in the entertainment industry at the height of hippie Hollywood, and DiCaprio character lives next door to Sharon Tate. The movie A-list cast also includes Al Pacino as DiCaprio's character agent, Burt Reynolds, Damian Lewis, Luke Perry, Emil Hirsch, Dakota Fanning, Clifton Collins Jr., Keith Jefferson, and Nicholas Hammond. And uh, Sharon Tate's sister, Deborah Tate, who is the real sister, she recently approved the film. So um, they, uh, Deborah says she is also pleased with the movie new 2019 release date, but she will no longer coincide with the 50th anniversary of her sister's death. And the film is scheduled for a July 26, 2019 release in the U.S., being moved up from August 9, 2019, which will mark the 50th anniversary of Sharon Tate and her friend's murder. And Cardi B has bumped up her post-pregnancy stage return to perform alongside Janet Jackson and The Weeknd at the 2018 Global Citizen Festival right here in New York City. The Bodak Yellow hitmaker who gave birth to daughter culture last month recently pulled out a plan to join Bruno Mars on tour this fall after confessing she had underestimated the struggle of motherhood. On Monday, August 6th, the rapper's first show as a mother appeared to be set for the Mala Luna Festival in Texas over, Holly, uh, over the Halloween weekend, October 2018, but now it has been announced that she will be launching her post-baby combat in her native New York, taking center stage at the Global Citizen Festival on September 29. Janet Jackson in the weekend will be among the headliners at the Central Park Charity event, which will also feature Shawn Mendes, Janelle Monet, and John Legend as a special guest performer. And uh, Hugh Jackman and his wife, Deborah Lee Furness, will emcee the big concert, curated by Coldplay frontman Chris Martin, which fell, uh, while uh, fellow actor Forrest Whitaker, uh, Rachel Bronahan, Kyle Penn, and Lala Anthony will serve as co-hosts, as well as supermodel uh, Naomi Campbell. The annual gig, which was launched in 2012, is aimed at putting pressure on the world leaders to maintain steps to help eradicate extreme poverty around the globe by 2030. Tickets to the show are free to fans who sign up to become a part of the International Advocacy Organization and agrees to offer support to education, gender equality, hygiene, and other campaigns in their community and beyond. And also, the Global Citizen Organizers has also announced another big show in Johannesburg, South Africa, on December 2nd to honor the life of late President Nelson Mandela in his uh, centenary year. 
And Campbell will also host the Mandela 100 Charity Badge, which will be headlined by Beyonce and Jay-Z, Ed Sheeran, Eddie Velder, Pharrell Williams, Usher, and Chris Martin. And Pink had to postpone a third concert in Sydney, Australia, following her hospitalization with a gastric virus. The Raise Your Glass hitmaker postponed her first show last week, uh, which was August 5th, as she was battling an upper respiratory tract infection, and she had recovered in time for a performance at Sydney's Kudos Bank Arena at the weekend. However, her health uh, took a turn on Sunday night, and she was admitted to the hospital suffering from dehydration. She was treated and then discharged from the facility before she returned on Monday when she was diagnosed with the gastric virus. Uh, As a result, she had to access a second show on Monday, and representatives for the promoter Live Nation has now announced that she has been forced to cancel a third concert on Tuesday. The 38-year-old has been kept in the hospital overnight on Monday as she received treatment and continued recovery from the virus. She is next set to perform at the venue on Thursday, followed by another four dates. The three canceled shows are set to be rescheduled. Pink recently assured fans that she was genuinely sick after she was pictured laying on a beach in Byron Bay with her 7-year-old daughter, Willow, shortly after she scrapped her first show. Wow. Uh, Right now we uh, have uh, 14 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. I am uh, going to take uh, another music break, and uh, when I come back I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so uh, don't you go anywhere.
that was new music from Lloyd called Caramel. Right now we have here about 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Kanye West will be back on Jimmy Kimmel Live tomorrow night, five years after his last appearance when he and the late night host famously squashed their beef. Kimmel delivered the news Tuesday on Twitter. West's last appearance on the ABC late-night talk show came in October 2013 in what was billed as an attempt to address their social media feud. The beat was sparked when Yee took exception to a Kimmel sketch spoofing the rapper's infamous BBC interview in which he made various outlandish claims and described himself as the number one rock star on the planet. Uh, after the sketch aired, West called Kimmel a manipulative media mf'er and created the hashtag All Disrespect to Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel umped the ante in follow-up monologues and said he always wanted to be in a rap feud. The beef ended when West appeared as a guest on the show. West's appearance on the show Thursday, August 8th, follows an appearance by his wife, Kim Kardashian West, last Friday. And speaking of Kanye, he could be tracked to billionaire status, with sources close to the rapper revealing that Yeezy recently received a $1.5 billion valuation. Uh, Kanye also addressed Yeezy's impressive growth in a tweet back in April. And as noted by The Blast, just because a company is worth over a billion dollars doesn't necessarily mean its founder is, but Wes is still Yeezy's majority stake, uh, stakeholder, which means he is at the, uh, he's right at the line of being considered a billionaire. And Orlando Bloom is in trouble again for missing a court day. According to TMZ, a clerk with the Las Vegas Justice Court said that the actor was due before a judge Thursday for his drug possession case but failed to appear. An arrest warrant was issued. Brown was arrested and booked for felony narcotic possessions along with a misdemeanor charges of drug paraphernalia and resisting arrest. This follows the arrest warrant issued four months ago when he missed another court date. And according to TMZ, bounty hunters stormed into Vegas' home and dragged him out at gunpoint in his underwear. The former That's So Raven co-star had given some unwanted high-profile attention to Raven Simone by tattooing her face on his chest, which was debuted in a video on social media. Now, Brown had publicly made his mixed emotion about Raven very clear in the past. In 2016, the trouble actor claimed he wasn't asked to join the Raven home reboot because of romantic entanglement. Months before that, Brown blasted Raven in a video posted to social media shortly after he had been arrested for allegedly beating his girlfriend in a parking lot. And Snoop Dogg is taking his, contra- uh, his contractors to court for allegedly screwing up his, uh, his, uh, some of his uh, remodeling work on his Diamond Bar mansion. Now, according to the blast, Snoop uh, claimed various agreements were entered into and all obligations were fulfilled on his end. However, he alleged that the contractors failed to perform all work as promised, failed to pay the subcontractors, and failed to satisfy regulatory requirements. The rapper wants no less than 500k in damages. Snoop's lawsuit is actually a counterclaim to another lawsuit in which he was sued along with the company he is now suing. 24 Hip Hop News report that Snoop, as well as the contractors, were accused of not paying a $12,000 bill from landscaping company PDQ Enterprises. The company is seeking to place a lien on Snoop home. They wanted foreclosed with the profits used to pay them off. Meanwhile, Snoop Dogg wants the original lawsuit dismissed as part of his counterclaim. The case is ongoing. And former video vixen Melissa Ford is now on the road to recovery following the horrific crash involving her Jeep and a tractor trailer in early July. The model and entrepreneur took to Twitter this weekend to give supporters an update. The accident left her with a fractured skull, a concussion, bleeding on the brain, and a 10-inch open wound. In a brief clip, Melissa is lying down and wearing a white bandage around her head. She also thanks the emergency first responders, hospital workers, and friends who've been by her side. And for friend, and also a friend to our show, Claudia Jordan, she set up a GoFundMe to help ease the burden of hefty medical bills. She said, she, quote, I can't express my gratitude enough. So far, the campaign has raised 22000 with a hope of reaching 100000 
Melissa thanked her supporters on Instagram and noted that she struggled to remember details of the crash because of her injuries. She mean she may never fully recall the tragic event. And Will Smith has conquered the world of music, television, and film, and now the global superstar is ready to write a book. Smith has teamed with the subtle art of not giving a F self-help author Mark Manson on a title that he announced in a video message. Smith rep tell page six that the star and the author are meeting and talking, but nothing is locked. A source told the outlet of the project is supposedly going to be a memoir-slash-inspirational book. Manson, the subtle art of not giving an F, has sold three million copies and was number one on the bestsellers list. Critics have called it the full of counterintuitive suggestions that often make great sense. It's a pleasure to read and worthy of rereading, a good yardstick by which self-improvement books should be measured, unquote. Will Smith has already inspired a number of motivational, independently published fan tomes, such as Will Smith, Rules for Success. And Fox has ordered a new celebrity competition series with Nick Cannon returning to television as its host. The Masked Singer to premiere on January 2019 is based on a South Korean format and features celebrities facing off against one another in a singing battle. The twist, however, is that each singer is covered from head to toe in an elaborate costume completed with a mask to hide his or her identity. Cannon, a panelist, audience, viewers, and other contestants are all left guessing who is singing. One singer will be eliminated each week, revealing his or her true identity. Ken John, Jenny McCarthy, Nicole Scherzinger, and Robin Thicke will serve as panelists on the show. And Jennifer Lopez has signed on to star in the film Hustler based on New York's magazine article by Jessica Pressler titled The Hustler at Scores about a group of former strip club employees who band together to flip the script on their Wall Street clients. Lorraine Scarferia is directing the film from a screenplay she adapted according to Deadline. Lopez and uh, producing partner Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas will executive produce along with associate producer Alexandra Brown. Set in New York City in the wake of the financial crisis, Hustlers explored the toll it took on the livelihoods of strippers who relied on their Wall Street clientele. Lopez will play the ringleader to the group of ambitious dancers who take their plans of getting their full cut too far. Lopez, who's currently starring in the third and final season of NBC's Shades of Blue, will next be seen on the big screen in STX film romantic comedy, Second Act. And the Black Eyed Peas will never replace Fergie with a new vocalist, Promise Will I Am. The glamorous hitmaker performed with the group from 2002 until her departure was officially announced in February, leaving the man as a three-piece featuring Will I Am and uh, uh, Will Adap. No, I'm sorry, Will Adap and Taboo. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, but as as far as the front man is concerned, that's the way it's going to stay with the Black Eyed Peas uh, as they go on tour this fall, and even though it will affect the set list somewhat. Uh, in fact, the singer-songwriter would rather have members of the crowd take over the vocals than seek the service of a professional singer. Uh, neither Fergie nor her former bandmates provided an explanation for her departure, but the split was seemingly amicable as the 43-year-old united with the trio for a party celebrating America's Independence Day earlier uh, last month. And it was previously thought that Nicole Scherzinger will fill Fergie's shoes after Will admitted she was as a part of the collected group chat. Will also reveal in the chat with the standard that he's been keen to invite Cheryl and Rita Ora to perform with the band as one-off. Wow. And uh, ABC has revealed their fall 2018 premiere date for a slew of its shows. Among those who are set to arrive this fall are uh, is uh, Roseanne's spinoff, The Connors, Grey's Anatomy, and How to Get Away with Murder. The Connors will feature a cast of Roseanne reboot, except for Roseanne Barr, who was under fire following a racist tweet against Valerie Jarrett. The spinoff will premiere on Tuesday, October 16, taking over its mothership show, 8 p.m. time slot. And meanwhile, Grey's Anatomy is set to return for season 15 with a two-hour premiere on Thursday, September 27 at 8 p.m. It will be followed by the premiere of How to Get Away with Murder, season 5 at 10 p.m. 
And in addition to the Connors, the upcoming fall, we'll see the debut of a few other new, uh, new series on the network. Join the spinoff on Tuesday lineup are The Kids Are All Right and Nathan Fion starring The Rookie. The Kids Are Right is set to debut on October the 16th at 8.30 p.m. with The Rookie rounding out the day with its premiere at 10 p.m. And new shows like Single Parents will make its debut on Wednesday, September 26th. Meanwhile, A Million Little Things follow at 10 p.m. As for Sunday, October 7th, it will see the two-hour premiere of Dancing with the Stars Jr. with Alec Baldwin's show debuting the next week. Right now, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.